the professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Khan, as always, for an amazing introduction. It's so cool to be able to be a tech communicator, principal narrator of the conversation. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, next day, next evening, wherever you are joining the conversation. Welcome to another podcast program edition of Lewis Howard Live. Hey, shout out to our USA listeners. Shout out to Canada, uh, Australia, UK, Italy, and the Philippines are blowing us up. Thank you for downloading well over, I think, close to 200 shows just in the last week or so. And uh, we also wanted to announce that we are podcast broadcast daily so you can get a listen to lewis howard live five days a week and you can download it 24 7 you can get us on itunes uh, if you go to amazon authors publishing book you can also get copies of the show there so we've got them pretty much everywhere. Then there's other programs and podcasts that actually are picking us up. Podcast.com is also picking the show up. So there are plenty of places to get it, and we appreciate it. Hey, did you know that we're all in a movie? Maybe you didn't sign up for it. Maybe no one handed you a script and said, this is your movie, but you're in the movie of life. Right, You're following some script, narrative, or way of thinking. Whether you consciously know it, admit it, acknowledge it, or aware of it, you're following a narrative. And the question is, what is your narrative? The question is, what is your script? It's not a matter of if you have a script or if you have a narrative. The real question is, what is it? And where did it come from? Who gave it to you? Right. The thoughts you think and the narratives that you live, they drive your choices and decisions. So we got a real cool, in-depth conversation. We're going to talk about movies. We all love movies. I love movies. I have a movie theater room built in my house. I got hundreds of copies of movies. Right. Most of them good. Some of them bad. You Every now and then you buy a couple scripts, movies, and you go, they should have kept that one in the studio. I just bought a recent movie, and one of my favorite uh, actors is Will Ferrell. And uh, and I, I love all of Will Ferrell's movies. But he just did a movie called Watson, Holmes and Watson. Probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Dude, depending on how you like it, right? So sometimes we buy and invest in a script or a movie it's not that good. But other times we have award-winning Golden Globe movies that impact us 
for the rest of our days. One of the longest and most popular movies in the world, did you know, was a movie probably you have never watched called Gone with the Wind, right? That movie was built, uh, created in 1920, right? But it is still one of the longest running movies in the history of cinema. Gone with the Wind. Check it out, ladies. You might like it. Scarlett O'Hare. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. That's Rhett Butler's classic line out of the movie. So what's a movie? Right, let's break it down. What is a movie? A movie is a story or an event that is recorded by a camera as a set of moving images and shown in a theater or television or motion picture. That's what your life story is. Your life story is being recorded. You have memories, and they're being played out every day in the public of life. People are watching your movie, your movie of how you dress, how you walk, how you talk, what you drive, what you say, what you do. That's your movie. You're living this movie out every single day. And now we have new tools to further live out our movie called social media. I just got through posting pictures up on social media. I'm living out my movie through social media. So every movie begins with a script, right? No movie is produced without a script. Nobody spends millions of dollars on a set and bring actors on. Denzel Washington ain't going on a movie set if he ain't got a script. My English ain't perfect there, ain't. But you know what I'm talking about. He's not just going to start acting without a script, right? We don't produce movies by improv, right? There are certain things that are improv. Some people live their life by improv, right? Because you'll ask him, why did you do that? I don't know. I just did it. That's improv improvisation, right? But most people live life by a script. All right, so let's talk about the type of scripts that you have in your life, Right? Number one is the, the parent or family script. So before you are born or before you can say ABC123, somebody gave you a script, right? Doctors say that moms start talking to their babies while they're still in the womb, while they're still in, you know, the birthing process or growing up process within them, they start talking to them. Many read to them. Many tell them stories. They talk about their life. They tell them their name, right? So you're getting a script before you even walk on this earth, before the doctor slaps you on your butt and says, hey, welcome to the world. You have gotten some sort of script, Right. And then, of course, as we grow up and we're young, our moms, our fathers, our relatives, they give us script, don't they? They tell us how to talk. If you grow up in a certain culture, you're going to get a script for that language. Right. Maybe you've been taught how to talk Tagalog. Right. I don't know how to speak Tagalog, but hey, I'm not raised in that culture. But if I were raised in that culture, that's what they would teach me. If I was raised in Greece, they would insist that my script would include Greek. Right. You can't escape that. If you in the UK, you have dirty English. No, they would. No shout. No, no, no problem to you, KB. We love you. Right. But you know what I'm talking about is everybody's got a script of language given to them by their family. So that's a that's a big thing. How you do a lot of things is based on the script that your family gave you, that your mom told you. You know, men, how you treat women really is a script that your dad gave you or lack thereof. 
right? A lot of things that we model in life in terms of what we do, we didn't just come up with that. Somebody gave us a script for how you walk, how you talk, how you speak, how you eat, right? If you raised in chaos, that's a script, right? Some people just raised in crazy, that's a script. Some people are raised in a refined home that teaches you how to eat and walk and talk and go to the finest schools. That's your script. So we all have a script when we start our journey. And many times we don't choose our way of thinking. Somebody else chooses it for you. Friends can give you a script, right? When you grow up in school, you got friends. They can put peer pressure on you. They give you a script. They tell you what to say. They tell you how to treat girls. They tell you how to play ball. They tell you a lot of things. Your friends tell you because if you don't follow they, their script, they'll criticize you. Now you're under peer pressure, right? A lot of teenagers listen to me. You got, you got peer pressure scripts telling you to do things that's not part of your nature. Try this, do this, smoke this, steal this, watch this. And all of a sudden now you got a script that really didn't come from you and you didn't really embrace it, but you chose it. And now it's part of your journey. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about scripts. We're going to get to some good stuff, but I want to lay the foundation on on what a script is and what the movie is for your life. And remember, a movie is a story, right? Your life is a story. Behind every life, there is a story. Where there's the homeless person on the street pushing the basket there's a story there. Whether there's a CEO sitting in the tower on the hundredth floor, there's a story. Our lives are story driven by a script. My question to you today, what's your script? Right? There's a movie called Pretty Woman. It's one of my favorite movies back in the 80s. And Richard Gere, and uh, he, he meets the, this girl uh, who's played by Julia Roberts, and she's a call girl, a prostitute. But there's a guy sitting on the street, and the scene is set in Hollywood. And the guy is standing on the corner yelling, Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? Right? Life is asking you, Welcome to the world. What's your dream? What's your script? So we're talking about if you really want to be a success in life and you want to be a winner and you want to be a baller and a shot caller and a boss girl, you got to have a script for that. You can't run around and acting improv. Let me just let you in on something. Most of the people you think are acting crazy and off the wall, like you see some people on TMZ and they're acting that way. It's not by accident. That's part of the script because they believe that any attention is better than no attention. So their script is keep bringing attention to yourself. Keep doing crazy. Keep getting arrested. Keep making the news because people keep speaking your name. That's their script. All right. So let's talk about some other scripts, cultural and racial scripts, right? There are, there are scripts that are given to you because of the color of your skin. Right. If you're if you if you're African-American, you got a certain script that goes with that. Okay? If you're a white, Caucasian, European, American, you got a certain script that goes with that. If you're Irish, right, you got a certain script that goes with the Irish. It's said of the Irish, we like to drink and fight and not necessarily in that order, right? right? So every culture, Native American, we got a script. Asian American, we have a script. 
you listening to me right now, whatever race, creed, color, background you came from, you have a script. There are certain foods that go with certain cultures and you're scripted to eat that. Right? I grew up in the South. And in the South, there is fried foods and deep fried foods. Right? And that's your script of how you eat. And you learn your life based on what your food script is, right? What your beverage script is, how I eat. Unfortunately, many of us have health problems because of those scripts, because we didn't have healthy nutritional scripts to follow. But we have a script and we're making a movie of that script, right? Like it, love it. Hey, don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger. My job is to facilitate a conversation that challenges you to think about what you're thinking about. Right? Let me say that again. I want to challenge you to think about what you're thinking about and where did those thoughts come. All right, we got educational scripts. Right? We go to school. We learn ABC, one, two, three. They're scripting us how to talk. Let me give you an example. When I grew up in school is I uh, was left-handed, right? I was loved to write with my left hand. But my third grade teacher, Miss Reese, used to hit me on my hand with a big pen, which I can't stand today. Not allowed to have big pens anywhere in my world. Anywhere. Because she'd take my hand and she'd hit it whenever I tried to write with my left hand because she was scripting me to be right-handed because left-handed people back in that time was perceived as handicapped. Now, we know that's not true. We know that many left-handed people are some of the most genius-minded people on the planet. Uh, One of my former billionaire mentors was left-handed. Many great people are left-handed. Notice People that are left-handed, super creator. But my teacher didn't follow that script. She followed the script that every student needs to write and sign with their right hand. So that's an example of people scripting you, right? Teaching you about selective history. Not all of history, but the history that they want you to walk by, right? One of the things we discuss a lot on this podcast is about financial IQ, right? Teachers, professors don't script you with the proper financial IQ, which is why you end up in the rat race, which is why you end up not achieving financial independence, because simply it's not in your script. Right. If it ain't in your script, how do you make a movie about something that is not within your realm of thinking? So we're talking about different kinds of scripts. Right. And these are just to give you thoughts so you can think about what you're thinking about and where these thoughts come. Television and advertising scripts. Right. They tell you what car to buy. They tell you what beverage to drink. Drink Coke. It's refreshing. Right. So is that really because I like Coke or is because the script told me to drink it? The commercial told me to get it. You know, in the Super Bowl, Advertisers spend multiple millions of dollars to be able to get your attention while you're watching the Super Bowl. They'll spend $10 million on a 30-second ad to try to sell you a car, to tell you you need to go out and buy a caravan. I don't need to make caravans anymore, but that's just exactly. You need to go buy uh, the latest convertible. 
the latest Nissan or Honda, whatever they're selling and pitching, they want that to be your narrative. McDonald's spends millions and millions of dollars so you can walk in and have a predisposition to want a Big Mac. That's what I mean by scripting. When you watch your favorite newscast, whatever that is, you are being scripted by the message that they're telling you about what's going on in the world. And when in the reality is they don't have a full picture of what's going on in the world. So if you're following them, you don't have a full picture. But let me tell you how many millions of people run off and start posting things on social media by partial information that they've gained from a source that's really trying to get your vote, that's really trying to get into your wallet, that's really trying to control what you do and what you say so you can support their movie. Politicians make movies, and they need supporting cast. You become their supporting cast. Vote for me, and I'll set you free. Vote for me, I'll do this for you. Buy my narrative and you'll win, right? Buy my car, you'll get the girl. You see, you see what I'm you see where I'm going? So these thoughts just we're bombarded. We have 1,500 words a minute going through our brain. We have over 10,000 thoughts in a day going through our head. Are all those your thoughts? Probably not. Most of those are thoughts that are given to you by other people places, and things. If you're just joining the conversation, we're talking about scripts, movies, and life. I'm Lewis Howard Live, and you're part of a conversation that's helping you move your life forward to get unstuck wherever you are. So we're going to take a break, but we're going to talk about a couple more scripts here before we go. Job scripts, right? When you work for the man, you got a script. Here's your script. Show up at eight, leave at five, and here's your task. And in exchange for you doing your script, I'll give you a check. Rinse and repeat. Okay? Now, as a lot of people go out, they have fun on the weekend, but they got to show up for the script on Monday. And let me tell you what happens when you don't follow the employer's script. You're cut out of the movie. You're fired. Okay? You're out. Right? As that famous saying made on The Apprentice Show, you're fired. You're out. Because you didn't follow the script. Right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. We're going to keep in this conversation. Don't leave. Get you a drink. Get you a smoke. Get you a light and come back. We're going to finish the conversation. You listen to Lewis Howard live going around the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206 728 jobs. 
Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being part of our show today. Lewis Howard Live. We're talking movies, scripts, and your life story. What's your script? Welcome to the world. What's your script? Hey, we've gone through in the first segment. If you missed that, of course, you can download the show and you can get caught up uh, in a next segment or so of, of what we were talking about. But we just talked about the different type of scripts that we follow in life, our family, parenting script, friend scripts, peer pressure scripts, educational scripts, government, political scripts, television, media, marketing scripts, job scripts. And the last one before I jump to uh, the next piece of this is relationship scripts. Right. Uh, we're we are following scripts that are given to us by other people in terms of how we should act. Women follow scripts given by women on how they should act. Men follow men's script. Right. So uh, what is that saying? Men are from Mars. Women are for Venus. Right. So we're all trapped in this script and we become stereotypical in terms of what we're supposed to do. We hear women will use terms like all men are dogs, right? Well, that's because they're following a script or, hey, player, right? Or we refer to women as, you know, biatch, you know, whatever, right? So we're scripting people into places that not necessarily who they are. We're prejudging. We're preconceiving. We're scripting them into a box, Right. We racially do it. We culturally do it. We economically do it. So a lot of our relationships are formed out of scripts. This is what a husband is supposed to do. This is what a family is supposed to do. This is what a wife is supposed to be. But here's what I like to do. I like to go off script. Let me tell you, if you want to throw somebody's world upside down, don't follow their script. Right. Go off script on them, right? If they try to tell you, well, no, this is what you're supposed to do, you tell them, no, this is what I'm going to do, right? I love my daughter, but my daughter has a script about what I should be as her father. So I have to let her know that I'm an independent thinker. We're going to talk about that as part of your movie script. Now, I go off script on her. I'll say no when I'm supposed to say yes. I won't show when I'm supposed to show. You have to do that. Here's why you have to do that with relationships, right? I have created this term, and I've used it over a long period of time, and it really applies. And it's called familiarity breeds contempt. Familiarity breeds contempt. The more I am familiar with you, the easier it is for me to be contemptible for you. If you come to the same restaurant over and over again or the same place, then they call you what's called a regular. You get a name regular, right? But ain't nothing regular about you. But to them, you are regular. And they know what you want to drink. And they know what you want to eat. And they just assume that they know. And you just become just this floating process as a part of their day. Oh, here come Bob. He likes to toast and he likes his drink a certain way. So go ahead and fix it for him. But what if Bob came in one day and says, give me a bowl of fruit, right? Give me no drinks, right? All of a sudden, Bob has shaken up their world. Sometimes when you patronize business and things like that, you need to go off script. When you have relationships, you need to go off script. You need to be different and prove that you're an independent 
thinker. If two of us are identical, then one of us is unnecessary. So if we keep doing the same old thing, old thing, old thing, old thing, then we just become like everybody else. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be just another pea in the pod. I don't want to be just another frog among men, right? I'm looking to be a king, a prince, something that is very distinguished. Do you want to be a princess or a queen or just ordinary, right? Because we're not created to be ordinary. But if you continue to follow relationship scripts that are given to you, stand here, speak this, do that, then you have just joined the group of the ordinary, right? So these are just some scripts that you you probably have more. Think about what scripts you're following, what you're doing. Parents, if your kids are expecting you to behave a certain way, they got you on a script. Husband, if your wife is expecting you to be at home at 6 o'clock, she got you on a script. Wives, if your husband is supposed to have, you know, expect you to have the food when he come in or a conversation when he's ready, you're on a script, right? And so you're not running your own movie. You're running somebody else's script. So let's talk about either you are a faux person, a copycat, or a genuine version of yourself. You're either living at the highest and best of your life, you're at what I call the 10 level, or you're at a 5 level and you're living a discount version of yourself, right? That's how you're living. So I'm talking to those that really want to raise the bar, raise the roof, raise the stakes, and come up higher. So let's talk about how you want to do that. How do you create a genuine script for your movie that you and only you are uniquely the leading woman or the leading man, the Oscar-winning star of. Let's talk about that. Number one, it starts with motivation. Okay, what's your motivation? And to find whatever motivates you, you have to take time to invest in what your unique gift set is. What are you uniquely qualified to do? What gets you excited? What is your idea of an adventure? Right? Some of the best movies or series always has a sense of adventure that keeps us coming back. One of my favorite movies is called Shawshank Redemption. It's a great adventure. Starting in a bad situation, but turns into a great adventure with two friends. Morgan Freeman and his buddy goes on this great adventure right, through a prison experience. Right. Star Wars. Right. Oh, I know all those Star Wars fans out there just got excited. Right. It's always about the adventure. Right. Star Wars. One, two, three, four and five. Right. Indiana Jones. New movie. Black Panther. Right. The Avengers. The Avengers. Right. Always has a sense of an adventure. The Justice League. Right. So there's a sense of a venture that brings you back, that makes you excited, that makes you spend the 10 or 12 bucks to go see this movie. Right. Your life needs to be a motivating adventure that keeps you interested and then draws others to be a supporting cast in your production. That's really what motivation is. I want people to be a supporting cast in my motivation. Now, let me talk a little bit about this role of supporting cast. One of the things that I realized in my own life is that I have spent way more time being a supporting cast in other people's movies 
than I have been in my own, right? My house or my life is at a lesser version of what it should be, but I'm spending my weekends and my evenings investing my time into other people's lives. They're happy. They're doing what they want to do. For example, I got a friend and he loves to have people over for drinks and fun, and it's great to do. But what I'm being is a supporting cast in that person's life, that person's movie, that person's journey. I'm not running my own life or my own journey at the level that I need to be. So either you're starring in your own movie or you are the supporting cast and extra in somebody else's movie. No wonder you're disappointed sometimes. No wonder you're frustrated because you know you should be the leading man or the leading woman in your own life and you're not there. Mama's got you the supporting cast in her movie. Daddy's got you as a supporting cast in his movie. The, the boss man has you as a supporting cast in their movie. When do you produce your own movie? Well, it starts with your motivation and it starts with your passion. So that's the M in movie is motivation. Number two is observation. Got motivation and observation. What do you see? Can you see the best in yourself or other people? Or can you spot potential? Can you spot somebody that has talent? Are you aware when you see somebody with a great potential? Or do they just pass you by? I love watching little children because little children start to show off their little talent, right? And whatever their talent is, they like to do it. Whether it's dancing, whether it's talking, whether it's running, whatever their talent and ability is, if you watch a kid long enough, you'll see it. Then go watch an adult. I mean, I'll tell you what, I drive and commute, and I swear it looked like people on their way to the torture chamber, right? They're driving, and they're already pissed off, and they ain't even got to work, right? They're mad. They're sad. They're broken. They're beat down, right? There's a song that uh, written by a hip-hop artist, and he says he's at the gas station, and he sees a guy it's called Naysay with uh, uh, hip-hop artist Nelly. And he talks about seeing this guy that looks like he's on his last round, that he's down for the count, right? He doesn't see anything in front of him other than the next dollar that he can get for washing the man's window. Are you there? Are you so down that the only thing you can see is the next bill you got to pay, the next place you got to go, Right? The, the, the amount of time you don't have, then you can't be observant. You can't see what you need to see, right? Because failures, negativity, and disappointment take control of your life. You got to battle to take control of your dreams from the time you wake up. I realized something about life. Negative thoughts just wait in the shadows, right? When I wake up in the morning, I have to consciously tell myself positive stuff because otherwise negative stuff just waiting right there to come in, right? So it's trying to set my day up for a negative experience. I ain't having it. Are you letting negative thoughts set your day up? Are you upset before you even get to work? Is traffic pissing you off? Are you mad about the first phone call you got of the day and now it has set your whole day off for a wreck and you can't see anything other than getting to the bar at five o'clock? right? Your life has to take a greater observation if you want to produce a good movie. And what you see is what you get, 
right? That's your observation. What you see is what you get. So if you see negativity, that's what you're going to get. If you see violence, abuse, then that's what you're going to have. So you got to reset. You got to change the channel. Some of you been tuned into the same satellite dish for 30 years. You need to switch channels. Because you, cause you, you tuned into the same soap opera that's been happening for 30 years in your life. You need to change. You need to get a new station. Come on, go download a new program. Go, when's the last time you did anything for the first time? Right? Or are you just seeing the same old thing? There's some people I don't like to talk to because they talk about the same old thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, don't you have something else to talk about? No, because that's all they see. So you can't make a great movie or have a great story if your observation is that the sky is falling. If that's all you see and that's all you know, then how can you be a success in your own life? Success starts at home. It doesn't start in the street. It starts at home. And if you can't see the best in your own self, how am I supposed to see the best in you? If you don't believe in you and you don't see the best in you, how am I supposed to give you a job and pay for the best in you when you don't even see it yourself? You know, I've interviewed hundreds of people over the years to hire for jobs. And I can tell you who's sitting in front of me who believes in themselves and believes in their credentials and who's just hoping for a paycheck. Right. It's what you see. What you see is what you get. Right. And if you see success then you're going to have success. All right. So the next part of movie is vision, right? What is the vision for your future? What do you see for your tomorrow? One of the test questions on hiring used to be is, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself five years from now? What do you want to be? What do you want to be driving? Where do you want to be living? What do you want to earn? Do you want to be married, single, or divorced? What do you want to be? What's your vision? Because if you don't have a vision for yourself, somebody else is going to give you a vision. Somebody else is going to give you a script and tell you how to live. Don't trust this person. Go here. Go there. Smoke this. Drink that. Drive that. They'll give you the vision. Many people, because they hear the sky is falling, they're trapped in the rat race of paying bills and their daily routines, and they don't take time to plan for the future. They don't dare to dream. They don't dare to dream about possibilities because they're afraid they might experience further disappointment. You've heard the saying, don't get your hopes up, right? Don't take that chance. If I were you, I wouldn't do that. That person is speaking out of their own fear, their own lack of vision, and they're trying to stop you. But everything great starts with a vision. Michael Bay, you probably don't know who he is, but you know his movies. He's an American filmmaker known for directing and producing big-budget, high-concept action films characterized by fast-cutting, stylistic visuals and extensive use of special effects. Maybe you've heard of the movie Transformers that was done by Michael Bay. James Cameron may not know who he is, but he is the creator who reimagined and saw the vision for the movie Titanic. Leo DiCaprio, right? Kate Winslet, starting in one of the greatest epic romantic tragedies, movies of our time. He imagined that. He saw that. 
he visualized it, got a script for it, and then he produced the movie, right? Should I go on to talk about Steven Spielberg and all of the great movies he has imagined? He put E.T. in our mind, the extraterrestrial. We quote things by Spielberg and other great authors. Authors. Francis Ford Coppola produced one of my favorite movie series. Do you know this movie? The Godfather. Part one, part two, part three. He envisualizes so much, we think the Godfather was real. We quote Ma Michael Corleone many a time out of Francis Ford Coppola's vision. He saw something before it was ever produced, right? And of course, the greatest imaginary directors in history was a man called Cecil B. DeMille. And Cecil B. DeMille became famous as a director because he made the close-up famous. The close-up that we see in movies came from Cecil B. DeMille. How's your vision, right? How's your motivation? How's your observation? And number four in terms of creating the movie is called independence. Do you think for yourself or do you allow money, culture, politics, family, problems to think for you? Are you independent thinker or do you rely on other people to think for you? One of the concerns I have with so much information with our devices and our, our iPads and pods and phones is we stop thinking for ourselves. We have a group of us that sit around, we call it the barbershop and we'll have a conversation. And one of the things we'll say is we're gonna ask a question, but do not Google it. Let's test our mind and see if we can remember it. Most students can't take a test without the phone so they can Google the answer, right? It's because we're not independent thinkers anymore. Google is thinking for us. Bing is thinking for us. Microsoft is thinking for us. So our brains are atrophying because we're not independent. Politicians are trying to think for you. Don't let them think for you. If you let somebody cause you to make up your own mind before you know the facts for yourself, you're not an independent thinker. You're just not, right? So you have to be the oracle of your own life, the free thinker, right? In the 60s in America, that was the, the thought among the hippies. It was free thinking, free love, free yourself from the rules of society and the structures. Well, not all that worked out good for them, but the concept was be independent, right? So are you starring in your own movie or are you an extra or ongoing supporting cast member of somebody else's movie and somebody else's script. And then the last is, you are what you expect. That's the I in movie. You are what you expect. We give off an invisible energy and signals to people we meet. There's a chemical substance called pheromones. Have you ever heard of that? Well, pheromones are chemical substances produced and released into the environment by an animal especially a mammal or an insect, affecting the behavior or psychology of other species. We give off a vibe or an energy. So if a bee wants another bee, they have a pheromone that they release to them. In the jungle, if a lion's courting another lion, there is a pheromone, a scent 
that is released to them. Did you know that a woman could walk in a room with the right perfume on and she can change the whole complexity of that room? She can change the whole environment of that room. There are songs written about it. There's a song called Lady in Red, right? She's releasing something. She's impacting something, right? They can impact just by their vibe, their energy, and they can create an expectation that that becomes... That was never there before she came in the room. That's how powerful we can be with our presence, with our energy, and with our vibe, right? We give off an energy that's designed to affect other people's in our lives. How you enter a room and exit a room impacts. Do you enter quiet? You leave quiet? Or do when you enter a room, do people know you've been in that space? Did you leave an energy and impact and or an energy that lasts long after you were gone? Study presidents, study kings, study queens, study heads of state and how they enter a room, how they come into a sphere. It is very choreographed. It is very staged and presented. You know when the Queen of England is hitting a room. You know when the President of the United States hits a room. They got their own music. Right? You know that they're coming in to impact. I'm told that when Michael Jackson came in a room, he changed the whole aura of a room, of a stadium, of an atmosphere, simply by showing up, setting the expectation, setting the energy of being in that room. Do people know when you come in a room? Is your expectation strong? Do people know what to expect out of you, what you want as a leader, as a manager, as a coworker, do you have a powerful expectation that hits the room? Do people need you to be a part of the next idea, the next concept? Because they like how your mind think. I'm affectionately called the billion dollar mind because I've done over a billion dollars in real estate transactions, right? People like to have me in the room to hear what I think, to hear what my ideas are that I could add to or bring value to what they're doing. Raise the bar of your expectation. People will want your script. They will want to produce a movie made by you. Great ideas have come from scripts. We have the iPhone. We have computers. We have automobiles. We have mighty structures and towers, ingenuity that all came out of someone's vision and someone's expectation, right? So here's your movie, your motivation, your observation, your vision, your independence, and your expectation manages your script and creates a movie for you. So take that thought, think about it, listen to the program over, give it to somebody that you think could benefit by one of those thoughts. Got to get something out of that that could benefit you and move your life to creating the greatest story ever told, the greatest event ever experienced. You are uniquely equipped and qualified to be extraordinary, to achieve greatness in your life. Thank you for being part of another podcast, another conversation. This is Lewis Howard with Lewis Howard Live. We'll see you on the next edition, the next program. Catch us five days a week. If you miss one, you can catch the other. We'll see you. Have a great day.